Hey, We Gotta Believe listeners, you can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course listening on october 23rd which means you can set your watch to it the yankees will be out of the playoffs yankees lose <laughs> we need a mashup we need like the, the remix of start spreading the news mixed with with david ortiz october 23rd of 2020 october 30 23rd of 2021 22 23 24 the yankees will always be eliminated because that's what they do they lose in October. That's what the Yankees are now. They're a great regular season team. They'll always make the playoffs, and they will always lose. I'm in the middle of a dynasty. We are in the middle of a dynasty. 18 out of 19 seasons, 10 straight years. We win in October. Our team, the Mets, they don't win. We, as fans, we win. And you might think it's sad. You might think it's pathetic. You might think that we should be rooting for our team and not rooting against I don't give a fuck what you think. All I know is what I want to happen in the game of baseball happens every October. I'll, yeah. I, my team's not winning, that. but the way I felt when that Jose Altuve ball went over the fence, Woo! sure as fuck felt like winning. I, I mean, I was like scrambling. I was like, I'm watching the live stream. I got to get a tweet off. Should I call my mom? I got to hear the, the Joe Buck call. I didn't know what to do. It was just a flood of emotions. I think I came. I think I cried. Jumped off a bridge. You would have been done. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. I still gotta, I still got to come and jump off a bridge. <laughs> Well, now that I now I can because the season's over. I, I honestly I can't even describe to you how little of a Nationals rivalry there is because I don't care. If they, I mean, in a weird way, I'm like, if they win the World Series, like, cool. I mean, I'll root for the Astros because I I love the Astros now. Like, I love I, the Astros forever. I pledge allegiance to the Astros. <laughs> like they have done it twice now for me. Justin Verlander, I'll blow him. Mike Social, you'll rim him. I, uh, I will do much worse than Jose Altuve at this uh, point. I will turn. Little, I'll put that little man I'll in my pocket. Ragdoll that little man. <laughs> he can ragdoll me. Alex Bregman, all of them. They're all fucking studs. They're the heroes. I mean, Let's throw a parade. The, Let's throw a parade. Yeah, yeah, National parade down the Canyon Heroes. I like that. I honestly think. Uh, I mean, I know the Red Sox were an absolute wagon last year. Uh, we've seen some unbelievable Yankee teams, some great Brave teams in our time. Um. I think that might be like the most complete team like I've ever watched, though. I mean, that series, it was like every time they needed a big defensive play, they made it. Every time they needed a big hit, they got it. Their pitching stood up. Their bullpen rose to the occasion. Uh, you know, both teams left a lot of runners in scoring position. But, like, for the most part, they just they executed flawlessly. And it was weird because it was like a six-game series, which is, you know, a, that's a solid yeah, that's series, a series. But, like... That, they handled that series. I mean, yeah. once they were up 3-1, it was like, all right, the Astros are winning this shit. You know, the Yankees, they, they, they staved off elimination once, but it was like the Astros absolutely handled the Yankees. That um, that Brantley play, like, that oh. gets talked about all the time. And the fact it happened the same day as Andy, Andy. Chavez made me just One sad. was at the wall, one <laughs> was a, a shallow pop, but, it, like, very similar. That I mean. Carlos Correa, though, play, like, that's the one not enough people are, because that was a fucking cannon. Yeah. And I saw he did the little gun back yeah, in the holster. Oh, it was so cocky. A lot of cocky. I love the Alex Bregman four balls. Yep. I love the uh, the swagger of that team. Reddick made a play out and a diving catch out in right 
right field that was just as good. I mean, they had a lot of of stellar defensive plays that changed and, the series. And like you said, you know, when the bullpen guy got hurt, was it Presley who got hurt? Or and then it's like they just the next guy up, next guy up. And mm-hmm. I mean, like it wasn't exactly like lights out innings. Like I was living and dying with every pitch. I, I breathe. I'm not built for modern baseball <laughs> yes. bullpen games. I mean, maybe it's a Mets thing because the word bullpen to me, it's like do like a word association, like bullpen. Suicide. I'm like, Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was not planned, folks. That was not planned. That was real. That was real life. <laughs> I hate this fucking team so much. I mean, Clem, could you imagine if it was game six? of the NLCS and they were like, well, we'll just go with our bullpen. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that. I'd be like, well, the se- series is over. Thank that. God it's yeah. over. Yeah, it's yeah, lose. <laughs> I know that, you know, I was, I was thinking back to Oh six, Oh seven, Oh six. And we started Oliver Perez game seven of the NLCS. And he actually did a good job. He did like all that he could. Yeah. He, 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 he held up his end of the bargain. And I guess there's no difference in going into a game with a starter that you have on like a two or like three inning hook, you're basically doing a bullpen game anyway. But the fact that they just say that up front, the fact that the Yankees and Astros, the two best teams and the two most well-constructed teams in the entire sport did not have four starters. Like they didn't have one more starter they could rely upon to give you like four innings. You had to go with the one and two inning like piecemeal game six of the ALCS. <laughs> Both teams essentially said, Eh, throw the fucking kitchen sink at him. And it's, I know, I know it makes more it makes more sense to say should we pitch a mediocre starter or a bunch of really good relievers? It makes sense, but it, I'll just never. My brain, I'm old school. I can't compute a, a opener versus a closer. Yep. I can't fathom a bullpen game, and I certainly can't imagine doing it when the stakes are as high as a game six. I find it incredibly frustrating that other teams have so much in the bullpen that they could go full games. Yeah. So we can't even get, get three innings. A, a bullpen a bullpen. bullpen job. Their bullpen's so good they can they can pitch a starter starters worth. We can't pitch a bullpen's worth. I Our mean, bullpen I, game is Seth Lugo. You're pitching the whole game. That's the it. whole game. Seth yeah. Lugo. <laughs> Lugo wants to be a starter. Why would you say the bullpen? You, you can yeah. There we go. You can start. Uh, you know you can get your six innings. It just like starts in the third. You know. I mean, and like, then you're whatever. closing the next four games, <laughs> motherfucker. Too. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, bullpen games are. I said it's like the eighth inning for nine straight innings. It is. Oh, it God. is as as stressful as it gets. And uh, the Yankees don't even have like a three, though. They have no. like two pitchers, and Boy, one of them yeah. is only only is good in October. Like Tanaka yeah. is another monster. Paxton, I guess, was all right. The big maybe. I mean, Severino. I mean, he had his one big start, but the rest, uh, it, they are. It's weird because they're a great team, and they had like no pitching, and uh, it's, it makes me scared that they're just gonna go like throw three hundred million at Garrett Cole. And he's or a something. fucking Yankee fan too, which it sucks. It's tough. Is but. actually that part of it though makes me happy. Like one of their own, you know, yeah, ca- help tap them out. And they're all like very uh, a lot of like character on that team, a lot of personality. Bregman's like a funny dude. Lance McCullers giving that guy uh, the tickets. Garrett Cole in the in the post game. I feel like Gar- Garrett Cole would have carved him up in Game Seven too. Oh yeah, I really can say that. Like, that's not even hindsight. I think they would have won Game Seven no matter what. Now the thing is, I think people like me, us, us, all of us, we remember those old Yankee teams, so we were always scared. Like, oh god, they're going to do what the Yankees always do here. But all these young fucking idiots, they're like, oh boy, we're going to get we our, go again. our hearts kicked. They, the kicked in again. New York Yankees are the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they make it all the time. They've won one World Series in the last 18, 19 years. 
that's Braves territory. They died. The, the Yankees died when George Steinbrenner died. It, right? it really did. I mean, Buster only wrote the book in 01, like the day the dynasty died when, when Mariano like lost in 2001. And I remember thinking at the time, like, well, that's silly. They went right back to the World Series afterwards. They ended up winning another one. They fought with the Red Sox in the mid 2000s. The team was still great. But as far as dynasty goes, quote unquote, that's when it stopped. And, and Buster knew it. Um, like, they're, they'll always be in the mix. They always got a big wallet. I've said this all week long. They'll always m- probably make the playoffs. They can't get over that hump because they're missing. Like, DJ LeMayhew is a 90s Yankees guy. Mm-hmm. Like, guys like Araldis Chapman and them are not. You know, Giancarlo Stanton is not. Like, you need those dynasty-type players, and they don't have enough of them. And when they do get the big clutch hit, their arms can't make it hold up. And when their arms are pitching well, they can't seem to get the, the offense going. And that's a lot of that's a product of like the strikeout home run era. It's like Aaron Judge is a great player until he strikes out four times in a game. And that's kind of what he does sometimes. And it, it's Severino in a way. Yeah, Severino, the homegrown guy, is not Andy Pettit, where you're like, that no. guy is going to come out nails and he's I fucking hate Andy Pettit. You just knew he was always he's going a to make these always. stopper. Yeah, he's always he's a, he's a stopper when Pettit's on the mound. It, it really is. And like and I think, you know, it's very telling to me that the Yankees mantra all season was next man up, yet they rode with Stanton. And it's like your whole existence was that if one guy gets hurt, we can plug in another dude who's going to perform just as well. You're not you don't think Luke Voigt would have stepped up and been that asshole who fucks us in October. Yeah. He absolutely would have meathead and, fuck. And Mike talk talkman and fucking ford all these guys who were great out of nowhere would have been salivating at the chance to just like th- those guys have nothing to lose they would go up there with reckless abandon and play ball mike stan's probably thinking about like my pinstripes and am i gonna get hurt for the next <laughs> series and the next season these other guys are like i'm just gonna go fucking play that's what would have won you a world series carrying cc on that on that staff insane insane, insane. That you took an old, injured ERA of five pitcher when you could have had another. another Who's back on the cap and crunch? Let's be honest. Oh, he is. He's three boxes a day now, <laughs> and he and more power to him. He should be. And then he went out there, and it's tough for a guy like Stan, who like, he's like I don't want, I don't want to hurt my quad. When CC's like, I'm willing to die out there, <laughs> and it, you know he's retiring versus like, Stan who has a whole career to play out. But like, those are the things. That's the postseason difference where it's like. You don't carry the superstars the for, Louis for, Soho for the wrong reasons. Yes, those are the guys. That, I mean, Scott Brocious sucked, <laughs> and he was a legend for you know because they just go up there like I'm not even nervous because like whatever, dude. Like I'm not good anyway. Like if I hit this ball, great. If I don't, I'm not supposed to. That's it. they play with you know complete uh, like. There's no nerves. There's no nothing. And Looking back now, I feel really bad about all the jokes. I guarantee everyone in this room made it too. Jeter's doing this to give the Yankees, you know, Stan. He did it yeah. for the Yankees. What do we know about Derek Jeter? He doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. He He's is the most one person. selfish fucking prick. He's looking out for number number two, I should say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> number two, Derek Jeter. And when we look back, I think they should take his monument. Do they, does he even have a fucking monument at Stupid Park? I mean, if they did, it's so funny out of everybody who does have a monument, like Jeter probably doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Like me and you might have mon- monuments before Derek Jeter in, in Yankee Stadium. Well, he shouldn't have one. He really knew. He was like, and I'm not going to have to pay his ass $300 million to do nothing for my shitty team, and I'll just rob these Florida residents blind. And it, like he, fuck, he just fucked the Yankees, and I love it. Yeah. He fucked you. Just take your gift basket, Yankee fans. He's Derek Jeter butt-fucked <laughs> you with do, that stage. Do, do yourself a favor. Take the gift basket. Go get tested because you probably got herpes because Derek Jeter fucked you, allegedly. Uh, that, there, there is no better feeling to me 
although I, I said it and I think I mean it. I think next year, like when they <laughs> when they lose, I'll be like, yeah. Like I made, you know, it was a big deal. I really thought this was going to be the year. And the fact that they couldn't win it this year, to me, it feels like, all right, well, you're probably always going to lose in October. Like there, there are just, it's not the same. It's still all relatively new when you look at us. We much, like much of our lives, we bridge the gap between like old school, no internet and internet yep. age, you know, and like the Oregon the old, trail generation. The or, is what yeah, they call you know it. That, on Wikipedia, it calls us the Oregon trail generation. We're called like zillennials, zillennials. or something. It's like mid, it's millennials, but like. Not, it's X Gen X and Millennials. We're like in the middle. They call us the Oregon Trail generation because we grew up. Yes, because we yeah. grew up on that. I love that. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna popularize that shit. Like that's if if you say you know when the, those Twitter things go viral, like tell me how old you are without telling me your age. Like I played Oregon Trail. Like that you know at least the range right then and there. Um, I I feel like we bridge the gap. New rap and old rap. Like yep. that, you know we know we've seen both sides of it. We bridge the gap of old Yankees and new Yankees, and I think— you know, I like the new Yankees a lot. More. A lot, man. I love the new Yankees. I, I remember when it was like, we are fucked every single year. They're, they're supposed to win the World Series, and every year they don't. It's a big deal. Now this is like, they are a good team. That's, and, and it used to be the old schools. They bought everybody that the wallets made that big of a difference. It doesn't anymore. The wallets get you to the playoffs. That's it. Like You have to have, especially with analytics and scouting— like, payroll doesn't matter anymore because you can find uh, – Meek Phil tweeted this out. You know, you can get Manny Machado for $30 million a year, which he's a good investment. Like, he's a good – you're going to get production. Or you can get Gio Urshela, G- Gio Urshela for, for $29.5 million less, and you get the same value. So go ahead and blow all your money. We can do the same thing over here because we got these fucking geniuses running our, our scouting. So money – between the luxury tax and the advancement of like technology and studying and all that shit and analytics, money is not the end all be all anymore. It, but it, it will always get you there because you can just buy enough talent to be in the mix. But to get over the hump, it doesn't work anymore. And that used to be their ace up the sleeve. The one, the one thing they had, the competitive advantage they have. Now it's a level playing field. Within re- reason, like Will Ponds, if you're listening, still spend fucking money, you cocksuckers. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, it gets you there. <laughs> yeah. You have to get to the playoffs to try to win a championship. From within, once you make it there, you need to get some luck. You need to get someone to break out. You need to have good timing, lucky breaks, all that shit. So, yeah, you have to spend money. You have to spend it. I mean, you look around, the the teams that made it, they're all like the, you know, eight of the top ten fucking payrolls and shit like that. But that's not enough, you know? So you got to pay to get there, Will Ponds. And then you hope that, you know, Jacob DeGrom gets insanely hot and you know uh pete hits five home runs in a series and all those things like but you have to first get there you dickheads and you can't get there when you have a like a 70 million dollar payroll or whatever it's going to be no because they we say to them like they get the worst of both worlds the yankees are not what they used to be you'll never get over the hump there's nobody has any sympathy for them yeah you know if a team gets there all the time and constantly loses you know, I feel bad for the. It's like feeling bad for the Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah. All that time. Yeah. Never ever got. Home. You didn't just say, "Oh, look, yeah." Don't Fuck you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the young Yankee fans who did not. Yeah. But they no, no. they got they acted. They still act yeah. like that. So fuck them. They still walk around like they're the big bad Yankees, and it's like, no assholes. You haven't won. Uh, you know, you haven't won. The the Cardinals have won more. The Red Sox have won more. The Astros are probably about to win more. The Giants have won more. There are plenty of teams that are the class of baseball right now, far and away better than the Yankees. Yep. 
Yep. So, but they want to know. Still walk too. around. They also have a World Series, yeah. so I like. I God. can't feel bad for anyone that saw World Series. Would you give up a uh, a Giants Super Bowl to get rid of yeah. the Yankees World Series? Oh, to get rid of a Yankees World Series? Yes, I would. I'd give up the second on a Twenty-year drought, basically, and they yeah. and it would be like you know they got no leg to stand on. They got nothing. Guys like Tommy and, and Hubs would have literally never seen a World Series. We, but you know, we probably wouldn't hate them because they would. They like they do have like. The amount of bravado they have is all from that 09 series. And then the you know so the twenty seven ring knuckle. So when does this stop? Like how many years? I'm I'm proclaiming now, but much like Pete Alonzo being the king of New York, I know I'm a little bit ahead of the curve. I'm saying the Yankees are done as being like the mystique team. But I think it's gonna take more like does it have to be fifteen straight years not making the World Series? Eleven years, twelve years, twenty years. When when will people say because no when when someone says the Dallas Cowboys are America's team, everyone mm-hmm. goes, get the fuck out of here. No they haven't won in forever. That's the like the immediate reaction. So when someone says like it's the you know the Yankees are the class of sports, how long will it take for the general public to go, no they're not. They haven't won in twenty years. Well, well the problem was in like the eighties they were really bad because I'm thinking about and they got good again. They, yep. they, it was like a redemption it was like, holy shit, the Yankees are back. Mm-hmm. It wasn't since 78. But this whole time now, they have been good. Like, they, they haven't gone through, like, an 80s and early 90s period where there was, like... So bad, yeah. Or, although I don't remember exactly, like... I don't know if they'll, like, ever... I don't think they'll ever miss it. Like, they'll always be in the mix of the playoffs. It's a lot harder to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, True. You could have, like, a 100-win season and miss, yeah. Right. Now, though, especially with the second wild card, like, the Yankees will always find a way in. I just... You know? They'll they'll make the trade for like an Edwin Encarnacion, which by the way, shout out to Edwin Encarnacion, the Trojan horse, the, he's with a little parrot on the Trojan Chef's horse. He is the guy. best. It was Barstool at the ballpark when that trade went down, and I remember there was like a buzzer on the stadium, and all the Mets fans were like, "Are you fucking serious?" Thank God that trade happened. I, I you put it. any, you put Gio or Shell in there, you put Talkman, you put fucking Giancarlo Sambanning, lefty. They probably gets a hit Absolutely. better, I mean, hits better was, than Edwin Encarnacion. Ice cold. <laughs> And 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 I, I I said uh with the Astros on the Astros side of things, if Alvarez doesn't turn out to be like Babe Ruth for them, like they yep. stuck with that motherfucker and rode him uh despite I mean like putrid numbers. He was like one for twenty two with like fifteen strikeouts or something like that, and they just kept it up with him. So I was starting I mean, to hate Astros players by the end of it too. I, know, I was like, this fucking really Alvarez guy. Yeah, you know, I, I felt know, all I the Astros fans. I'm pain. telling you, I, I say it all the time, like Astros fans were calling the radio all week, and I'm like, I promise you, I'm just as excited, if not more, than you. I really mean it. it now, mean, this means more to me than it does to you. I, I swear to God. Another guy who might be the next Babe Ruth. First of all, like the Glaber Taurus is 22 years old. Like I get that. We said that about you know Porzingis when he was young and all this kind of shit. To the Yankee fans who were like, I can't believe the Cubs traded him for a World Series. I would kill Pete Alonso for a Mets World Series. I'd slit his throat right fucking now, and I'd fucking take the murder charge Bro, and go, my, give me my ring. I'll fucking kill my kids. <laughs> I'll fucking throw him out the window right now. I'll kill your kids too. <laughs> I will murder Sienna right now. I was like, saying earlier that when, when the Mets were looked like they absolutely had to blow it up before they had like a late season come back and you know like, like all right maybe there is something there. I was like we have to blow this whole thing up. Everybody was on the table. I was like for Glaber Torres, I would give you Noah. I, I, it was time I considered giving take him all. And all the Yankee fans were like, we would never ever trade Glaber Torres. And I'm like that. You used to say that. When you could build and have dynasties and win forever, but I'm like, you need to win. The future yeah. To win one. And if you had Degrom, like you 
Yeah, like 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 one of the you have enough of a win now team that like you got like like Mike uh, uh, Tommy Smokes was like we have to win the World Series next year like you have to and I would imagine the the, the Steinbrenners are starting to feel it and like so the way to do that is to trade one of these young guys for like a win now now the thing like Labor's already established you're not going to get much better than him he's fucking already hitting forty home runs like what more do you want but some of those guys have got to go in exchange for a starting pitcher a soul. For a soul. That's the fucking, that's how baseball works, Balanced. Folks. All things balanced, man. Now, I mean, speaking of blowing it up, the first thing we need to do to start building it back up is find a fucking manager. <laughs> and uh, rather than this, this, if I was running this team, if anyone with like a normal brain was running this team, this would have been the easiest managerial situation ever. Just go get Joe Girardi. That's it. Overpay for him a little bit and you're done. And instead... We are not only saying, like, we're going to take our time, while there's other teams out there who are being very aggressive, so we'll be left with the scraps no matter what. We are now turning this into a full-blown clown shoe operation <laughs> with mystery guests. I feel like I'm on a fucking game show. Like, do you want what's behind door number one, Joe Girardi, or the mystery door <laughs> over here, which might have Jessica fucking Mendoza behind it. The Mets are a goddamn disease, because don't you think that, that Brody... Would not, it's no, you 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 put on it's venom. No, no you there's put no on the fucking uniform and it's venom. It takes over your bloodstream. You put on the orange and blue and you become a bad player. You become a stupid manager. You become a bad owner. It's it's an infection. It is absolutely a disease. If you told Brody Van Wagenen last year like we're gonna have a mystery guy and it might be Jessica fucking Mendoza, he'd be like, no, we're just gonna go get an established. Brody coach. Van Wagenen would go, uh, I'm a general manager. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he wouldn't have no idea. He's, or I'm an agent. And then <laughs> I can't do this job. This, this to me is so. Jessica Mendoza is not a candidate. Somebody just needs to say that. Brody's gonna go crazy. He's gonna kill Kevin's kids if they don't do it. These poor kids. These poor kids have been murdered like ten times on this podcast for various reasons. I was thinking, I was like, "Ooh, do we sound like well? We've already, yeah, I think, we already killed matter. them like a bunch of times." Both of our kids. I can't believe that there is even consideration for someone who is not an established fucking baseball manager. It's crazy to say this because they're really not. But technically, this team is in win now mode, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna waste another. Like, so what if all the players click? But we have to give another season to a first-time manager or a young manager. You have to give him some slack and give him a year to make mistakes and find his footing. We can't afford that. Like, we did that with Mickey Calloway. Either you stick with that dude and hope that he got all, like, the get all the warts out, get all the fucking bad play out, so now he knows what he's doing. If you go get, I don't even know some of these names, the guy from the Diamondbacks was mentioned, and a couple, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to be Mickey Calloway. They're gonna fuck up the lineup card. They're gonna fuck up the double switch. They're gonna. I mean, I hope. I hope not. I, we right. bet out of order again. You're right. I swear to God, but Kevin. do you know my point? That like you know, there's gonna be those. Gabe Kapler had those moments where it's like, I'm 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 a rookie. I'm gonna make those mistakes. Well, we can't have that because we missed the playoffs basically because of that last year, amongst other reasons. So go get Girardi or give me Buck Showalter for like a couple seasons. I don't know. I'd rather, not Dusty I'd rather, Baker. No, not Dusty Baker. That's the one I don't want. I don't even want Buck Showalter either. But I. But if it's got to be that guy versus a rookie, give me the guy who knows what he's doing so that you can just at least theoretically you can check off that box. I want to go into the season with as few question marks as possible. There's a lot of established guys now that we can count on. And if and one of them should be the manager. Where it's just like, 
This guy knows how to literally manage a game, and he knows how to hopefully manage a clubhouse. But if you bring a new guy in, it's like that's just another variable. What if, what if all those things click and we have another Mickey Callaway season? That's another year wasted of guys who are in their prime, another year of DeGrom, another year. You know, it's just like go just just there's, take care of that. There's a lot of pushback for that, though, and then they cite like Alex Cora, and they say Boone. Uh, you know, Boone sucks because they're not there's good there's managers. Yeah, look at those fucking teams. They're the guys with the brilliant. Yeah, but also, the, yes, the Yankees and the and the Red Sox. And these are guys. These are teams that have the best front office in baseball. We have the worst. So you can't. Boone's gonna. Boone should be manager of the year probably because of all the injuries and shit like that. Brian Cashman is the star of that. Aaron Boone is some just, fucking nerd from Ivy League schools. I, I still think, yeah, I still think that's the that. exception to the to the rule. And, and you know what? If Joe Girardi wasn't out there, I wouldn't just be saying anybody with experience. Also, I, it matters that you're managing the Mets. Like, okay, first-time managers in, I don't know, like Houston once had it or whatever. Like, sure. First-time manager in New York when you're fighting fucking reporters and you're I mean, when, when you fuck up, everything's magnified. It's a very different story. Very different story. I feel like Mickey has and ruined Aaron Boone, by the way, I mean, he was roasted last year. People fucking hated him. People wanted him out. They love him this year because they won. Yeah. And, and like, Mickey has definitely just ruined these first-year managers for us, right? Like, mentally, he's fucking broken us because we're just going to expect him to bat out of order and to try to fight reporters and shit. It's not fair, but it's just the way it is. And I don't want him to go the other way where they're just, they're like, well, Dusty Baker has is a 1,000 years old. Yeah, like, no, I don't want him far. to, like, go yeah. extreme. Like, everything else is, like, just be fucking reasonable about this. Don't go get me a no-name. Don't go get me a 1,000-year-old dinosaur. And pay for the fucking right, manager, too, because, right. like, the Phillies are going to pay matters. Girardi. I honestly think Girardi... Clearly, like, I'm not saying he wants to come here, but it seems like he probably is like, well, New York probably is a better market if the money's, you know, even, even within close. the same ballpark. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I just get that feeling. Well, I we to. know who definitely wants to come here because he's fucking said it as Carlos Beltran, right? He said, like, if they give me the job, I'm taking it. Where, where are you on? Are you in on him? I'm Adam Beltran. I get yeah, I'm Adam I'm, I'm Beltran. I mean, it, it, it's not even just because of all the stuff we've talked about, though. Like, the guy didn't seem to like his time here the first time no. when he wasn't, like, the, the focal point of all the fans' anger, as it always is. He was the focal point, and, like, people, like, just didn't go on Willie or, you know, any of the other guys. It was hashtag Blaine Beltran. Blaine Beltran as a manager is going to be a nightmare. A unless he's just awesome. Stories, though. Like, he used to, like, shower by himself. Yeah. He wouldn't talk to the team. Like, he was an asshole when uh, he was here, but he Ball, it's like, like everyone forgets that, hurt. though. And then you're like, oh, I guess, I guess because he's hurt, he's not a good player, then he'll be a good guy? Like, no, I, I, I do not understand. His his only, like, real problem was, like, all the managerial things. Like, his relationship with the fans, his relationship with the media. Like, all that was, it's like, when the players like him, that's just way more than just the players liking if you. You're, if you're really looking for this job, don't you usually, like, I, I always remember, um, I, I think it was Socha would let his other coaches do the interviews in the interview. No. Give a statement or something. You gotta start doing that because I, I just don't think that's that part. That's like the majority of the game. Also, like, don't you think that sometimes, like Alex Cora was like one of those guys who were like, I bet he'd make a good manager because he was never yep. like a star. Mm-hmm. He, was, he always knew that he had to be like a clubhouse guy. How many like MVP type candidates are coaches? Right. It's always like a catcher. It's always a second baseman. They got Aaron Boone, role player. Best player with no manager experience, but was more of a, that 
like guy that he knew had to be a clubhouse guy, or he wouldn't have like me considered for this. But like, yeah, a star. I know people have said a lot of good things about Beltran. Like they, they're saying, actually, he really is good. But I'm just like, I know, but we just can't take that chance right now. Well, apparently we're we're taking our mystery chances. Yeah. You're gonna. I, I haven't seen this list. I do know Jessica Mendoza was mentioned on it, which would be. I mean, yeah. So this this is, the, this is the bombshell. Which, by the way, like it's like mystery candidate. That's like I I, I love. I always love this time of year in the hot stove where it's like the mystery team. It's just mm-hmm. you, you try to figure it out. It's, it's like. Um, Oh, it's, but then, like the fact that it's called a bombshell candidate, it's so fucking Mets. It's the elbow barking. It's and but don't you think this is also like classic Will Ponds, like making headlines yes. and starting the pop? Like we're about to go make a big splash, and then it's like, oh, never mind, we changed years. But you were talking about us. To be like, we're gonna hire someone that ninety nine percent of people are gonna go crazy to see. Oh wait, they hired an agent. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Already fucking did it. Give me They're the list. Going to. All right, Jessica Mendoza, A Rod. No, no shot, no <laughs> shot, right? I mean, he's like, he's a Yankee. I mean, he, I know he wanted the Mets, but the Mets, like, the Wilpons are still there. Like, I feel like the Wilpons were the ones who, like, basically, remember like, when that when that negotiation broke down and they, like, made up all that shit about the fucking jet and the suite and all Did those they things? they make it up? Well, that's what I mean. So either it's made up. <laughs> or they leaked or it, it. So either, they, like, they leaked all that shit to basically make him, like, to blame him. Or they made it up. I'm sure it's somewhere in between. I'm sure A-Rod had ridiculous demands, but I'm sure that the Wilpons also probably made it look worse than it is. They're like, no. I'd like, I'd like to go full circle. Like, we're not going to get Jordan. We're not just going to make some smart moves. Let's, like, let's go A-Rod just for the Well, year. and A-Rod, I mean, A-Rod is a brilliant baseball mind. This new version of A-Rod probably would be, like, a good manager. J-Lo becomes the, the, like first the, face of the, the first woman of the Mets. We'd have a first lady. Huh? Yeah, first lady. Everybody loves him. Zero people are criticized. Yeah, he'd be crazy to want it, and I think that like it would be like he to insert himself back into baseball in a in a situation which more often than not, if you're worth the Mets in any capacity, it's going to be a failure. When A Rod is a failure, the vultures come out. You know, it's like right now he's having success because he's removed himself from any of the bad negativity of baseball. Yeah, but he does like love the game and shit. Yeah, uh, Bobby Valentine. That's a bombshell. Look at that face. <laughs> Drop a bomb, bomb on him, Flex. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Bobby Valentine. Me too. Wow. Me too. I think. I. If if Bobby Valentine has an introductory press conference and he puts on the mustache. <laughs> I listen. I met him once at his uh, at his restaurant in Connecticut too. He's a great guy. It's a great restaurant too. It's a great spot. And he's like the mayor. He's he invented great. the rap. He invented the, the fucking guy, rap. The guy who invented the rap. You cannot have any beef towards the guy. Who invented Wrap it up. <laughs> Bobby Valentine, next manager of the Mets. Nah, no, not going to happen. Uh, it it, it kind of comes back to like, it's like, but he did have success here. So that mm-hmm. counts for something. Granted, it was mm-hmm. like 20 fucking years ago, but he has dealt with the Wilpons before back when they actually had money and like bought guys like Piazza. But it's, it's tough. Um, Mike Francesca. <laughs> uh, Mickey Calloway coming back, <laughs> I, and that's the one I'm rooting for. For it's just he comes back for like a Never lesser mind. salary, yeah. and it's like it's, when you get back together with your girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys are back together again, huh? That used to be the, the Yankees, wasn't Billy Martin? Yeah, he was yes. like multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keith, which Keith like is like, I'll I'll I'll, I'll travel the teams 30, 30 times, thirty thirty. Keith, days Keith would be a home game, a man. Keith would be like uh, like Frank the Tank's uh, season ticket package, like Sundays only. 
I'll manage a couple games a week. Wasn't there wasn't there a player who like he was just gonna play home games? I don't know if it was a baseball player or the basketball player, and he was just gonna play like home games or something like that. I forgot who it was, but that's who that's, that's what I need that's what keep a big yeah. Uh Frank the Tank was actually a, a, I mean, that <laughs> was a manager. Can you imagine I, I think I'd be in on the Frank the Tank. Frank's experience. doing like post game songs, like you know, like singing to the media. <laughs> and Diaz is so. like four lockers down. He's like, yeah. I'd lose Diaz. You are the worst ever. Brody Van Wagenen, which I mean it's cr- the only thing crazy you're the hiring an agent is your GM is the yep. agent is the GM who then is the manager. Isaiah Thomas did it right, so yep. like we've lived through this kind of shit. Um, David Wright, I think like one day down the road. I don't think now though. Yeah, it's still it, too new. It's like you're, if you're going to bring in Beltron, bring in David. And like, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think David Wright would be better. I think it, he's like the prototypical. Like he could handle the media and do all the shit that Beltron could. And you build everything around him to handle him. all the base. And he, I mean, he would he never. Do. He could every time he fucks up, it'll be someone else's fault. You know. Yep. And the last one I was I thought was pretty funny. At Lanouf tweeted, uh, Vince Coleman. Throw the crackers. <laughs> like I see, or Get Hector Salamanca. Hector Salamanca starts ding, 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 ding. How about, uh, <laughs> how about Tony? Can we get Tony Bernazard? Tony Bernazard. Can we get, uh, can we get um, Omar Minaya? I get down with Omar Minaya. I, I love Omar. I, I go back to, I mean, we've said a hundred times, like, give me back Willie. Yeah, That's a I bombshell. Know. It's weird that he never gets mentioned for any job. Yeah, like you'd think he'd eventually get a look somewhere. The Yankees would bring him back in in some capacity or whatever. But I mean, that's the first piece. That's the first domino. We'll see when that eventually falls. It probably won't fall till like fucking January or February because the Mets are assholes. And uh, we we'll, we'll we'll come back when we you know when they do make a move or when they make a pickup. Uh, the Yankees are out of it. So I mean, go Nationals, go Astros. Doesn't really matter to me. I feel like if the Nationals do win, we can rub it in Bryce Harper's face. If they don't win. Hey, let's go Astros and the National League East is still, you know, ring, ringless and we come back next year for more. So uh, we'll be popping in here and there uh, throughout the offseason and, uh, you know, probably like, what, 90 something days till pitchers and catchers, maybe. It's way too and short. It's far it, too it's, short. It's, 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 we need like, I need like, baseball should be like every other year. I need like a yes. full year off. The, you know? Like bring the Olympics for every year yeah. for like those two weeks and then move baseball to every four years. I, I, yes. <laughs> I need like a sabbatical. <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll catch you uh, when it matters, and until then, keep the faith, and you gotta believe.